Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. Welcome to this episode, and I'm here with my good friend, Zach Campbell, who's with Known Ministries. And on this episode, I want to take just a minute to talk about an outreach event that Zach did at Harvard University. Before we jump into those details, Zach, some of our listeners may not be familiar with you. Some may. We did an episode, I guess, a couple months back together. Uh, just take a moment just to share a little bit about yourself real quick. Well, thanks for having me on to this episode. My name is Zach Campbell. With known uh, ministries, I help connect local independent Baptist churches to their college campuses, help them start Bible studies, different outreach programs, and just kind of help them reach their young adult um, group. And God's just blessed me with the opportunity. I'm thankful and excited about where God's going. Amen. I met Zach a couple years back, and God's just really uh, knitted our hearts together, just share really a similar burden for college students and college campuses. And uh, just been getting to know each other and trying to find avenues to work together. And I love what God's doing in Zach's heart and just his passion and burden uh, for serving the Lord and reaching college students. We're also uh, working together to try to start a CFC ministry there at the University of Maryland. Uh, So we're praying that'll get off the ground very soon. Uh, But let's talk about this Harvard uh, outreach that you did, Zach. I know we have some people that would be listening that maybe have a college campus in their town and they've been wondering, you know, what could we do? Maybe we don't have the staff or the layperson that could do a full full scale campus ministry that, you know, we, we do with some groups. So what could we do? Well, what you did there at Harvard is something that any church could do, really at their local campus. So tell me, uh, Zach, share with our listeners just uh, kind of what you guys did there at Harvard, what that looked like. Yeah, so about six or seven months ago, um, I got a phone call from a pastor, a church planner that was talking about wanting to reach one of their local campuses, and that was Harvard University, you know, starting college ministry. I was like, Harvard would be down the road, and then right off the bat, someone was like, let's reach Harvard University. I was like, okay, let's, let's go for it. And it was, it was a church plant, so it's just really him. Um, he didn't have a lot of staff or anything, but he had a burden to reach that campus. And we were talking about some things we could do. And then this outreach kind of started, this, the plan for this outreach kind of started forming. And we, what we ended up doing, um, so we raised a little bit of money and we bought some gift cards. We got some signs and um, we got, uh, I had 5,000 books of Romans ready to go and pass out. And we went on to campus and we had a special bag made. And we basically went with the idea of surveying the students to kind of get some feedback to see whether they'd be interested in a Bible study. And just it's just an interesting way to interact with students. And a lot of students like to, to answer questions, do these different things. And with that five-question survey, if they filled it out, they'd get a $5 gift card to Starbucks. And the second they heard that, we had like storms of people coming around us. Some people were fighting us. No, I'm just playing. But, um, <laughs> but it was a good time. And we ended up going on campus. We had about 12 people. Um, go out with us on campus. And while we we're on campus, we had three groups and just talking to students, passing out. So basically what happened was they would fill out a survey. Um, we'd have a kind of like a little sign and it had a little QR code. They scanned the, the QR code, fill out the survey. Then they'd submit it. Then we'd give them $5 gift card. With that gift card, they'd get a book of Romans and some a Bible study track about planning a Bible study in the future. And God really just opened doors there. And it was interesting to see how just, how smoothly it went, but also that it doesn't really matter the size of your church that you can have a big scale outreach on a campus like that. Yeah, that's a great point, Zach, especially with you saying this is a church planner. He's 
you know, brand new in the area and, you know, not a full scale church as far as the size of one, you know, uh, as far as numbers uh, may concern. Um, so you guys went out to Harvard and were you guys on campus? Were you close to campus? Like what was your position there uh, in the area? Yeah. So the way it kind of worked out, we originally call it the Cambridge Outreach because right there in Cambridge, you got Harvard University and you got MIT and they're a mile apart. And there's actually many universities kind of in that general area. Um, so, but one of our main focus was Harvard because right outside Harvard, it's like a city atmosphere, the metro. So there's a lot of activity. So basically what we did, because we're not an official organization or a club on campus, um, just to kind of not, not get in trouble with anything, we went right outside the gates and we did all our outreach from there. Had no problems, had no one say anything wrong or no one come up to them and say, you can't do that. No, everyone was actually open to what we were doing. A lot of people were like, good job. We're excited about what you guys are doing. And it was very open. Um, but, but it's always interesting to know when you're doing college outreach and you do it the right way, usually you have positive feedback and it opens doors for the future. Yeah. Now I get that question a lot. Um, people, they hear you're doing something like what you're doing at Harvard, other stuff we've done at other campuses. And so have you been kicked off? Have you been screamed at? Have you been arrested? And it's just like, whoa, 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 where's this kind of mentality coming from? And I know there's certain groups that would do things on campus to maybe warrant that type of response. Uh, from the student body or even, you know, be kicked off campus. Uh, but there's very uh, legit legal ways to go about doing this type of ministry. Um, and as Zach is showing an example here, he's at Harvard University, Ivy League school. I mean, everybody knows the name Harvard. Um, and he's there passing out the gospel. I mean, John and Romans, uh, you know, talking to students. And so doing it the right way, you said you got positive feedback where most of the time people are thinking you're going to get the negative feedback. So I think that speaks volumes there. Now, you said you were, I guess your goal really was twofold in that you were wanting to reach students with the gospel first and foremost, but then you're also looking down the road at how could we maybe plant a Bible study or, you know, a, a official campus ministry here on this campus. And so I think your your vision there, one, just to get the gospel out is very important. We're commanded to do that. And who knows the fruit that will come from that, Zach, uh, down the road. But then also to have that vision of, okay, let's see if we can make some student contacts. Let's see if we can see if people would be interested in attending a Bible study. So that way, if a church is thinking, what could we do? Maybe you just do an initial outreach like what Zach and the group did there and then see what God would do from that. Did you guys have uh, any any interest from the, the students you talked to about attending a, either a Zoom or on-campus Bible study? Yeah, and that was the great part because originally we were like, okay, we want the main idea from this outreach was we eventually want to start a Bible study. And we don't have any connections at Harvard University. And a lot of churches, oftentimes when they start wanting to reach their campus, they don't have a lot of connections. And so we started this, this, this kind of campaign Again, this Bible study started by this outreach because we had no connections. And the way it worked, it worked out perfectly because we're on campus. Like you said, we're passing out the gospel, interacting with people. But with the surveys, it was giving us an opportunity to find people who'd be interested in coming to a Bible study. So the last question on the survey was, would you be interested in coming to a Bible study? And if you say yes, you put your email and your phone number. So that way, now we have over, we had over 20 contacts that said they'd be interested now we can follow up with those students and say, hey, we're doing a Bible study here at this coffee shop. Would you be interested in coming out? Now I can keep them up to date. Hey, we're doing a Zoom Bible study. Would you be interested? Now when they come, we have connections. And that way we're kind of building those relationships on campus. And it's kind of it's, it was very interesting to see, though, at Harvard, a lot of the freshmen were, were the ones filling out the survey. You make a connection with a freshman 
that's a huge connection because they're going to be there for four years. They're going to build relationships. They're going to grow. And we've talked, I think we talked about maybe in the last episode, me and you just talked about it one-on-one. The best time to reach a college student is when they're a freshman, sophomore. And so that, that was just kind of some doors that were open. But yeah, we had many connections just from that survey now that we can follow up with. Yeah. And I think that's vital. Um, it's important we go out and do stuff, but everything that we do and how we train is you always wanted to get those contacts as best as possible, not forcibly or, yeah. you know, what you guys did. Hey, if you're interested, if you're not press no, you know, select no, if you are, then, you know, drop us your name or uh, your email or, te- or phone number so we can text you, whatever you're comfortable with. And that way you can follow up with them because, you know, students may, they have so much going on and, you know, it may take three or four weeks before you finally have the Bible study where you can actually meet. So that way you can follow up with them. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, as far as the survey, I know you said you guys did a survey there. Uh, did you guys do it on paper? Did you do it digitally? How'd you do your survey? Yeah, so we did it digitally and we didn't need it. All you needed was a QR code and the student would use their cell phone. So it's it very cheap. We bought these, um, kind of like yard signs and we bought four of those and they would just come up, scan the sign. And that's how easy the survey went. And it went very, very smoothly, um, buried a little, no costs. Um, um, so it went great. Yeah. So you guys are out there right in front of Harvard out by the gates and you've got these signs. Hey, you know, fill out the survey, five bucks. They scan the QR code. What questions, Zach, were you guys uh, asking them? Yeah, we wanted to keep it as simple as possible. The main question we wanted was whether they're interested in the Bible study or not. Um, one question was, was, have you attended church in the past 30 days? Another one was, do you believe in God? Um, do you suffer from depression? Um, just kind of simple questions like that. And I believe we had one more, but it slipped, kind of slipped my mind. But that was uh, the main ideas of the question. Oh, the last question was, are you in college? Um, so just kind of getting, this, getting to see what university they were at and kind of where they're at spiritually are they interested do they believe in god and actually from that that survey we had 99 people so we we surveyed around 200 99 said that they believe in god and basically the other half said they were not sure or said no so you're seeing a very big divide on college campuses and it's 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 starting to lean more to that everyone in the university is starting to say hey we don't believe in god so that's why it's so important that we start these bible studies because it was interesting several people who said they didn't believe in God were interested in coming to a Bible study. And those are the ones that are searching for answers. But unless we don't, unless we start a Bible study there, who's going to reach them? The professors are going to keep them going down that same road of not believing in God. So that's why it's so vital that we get these Bible studies started. Yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent, Zach. And I just want our listeners just to just, just to let that sink in for a minute. So you guys interviewed roughly 200 people. 99 of them said they believe in God. Now, that doesn't mean they're born-again Christian. Uh, that just means they have a belief that there's a God. The other half were, you said roughly, I think 40 were atheists, said they do not yeah. believe in God, and 60-something were not sure, uh, being agnostic. Uh, think about that. This is Harvard University. This is an Ivy League school. When you think about Harvard, what comes to your mind? Well, Harvard was initially founded upon Jesus Christ to train ministers of the gospel to promote Christian education, and you see it the opposite way today. But what I'm saying is the people who are going to Harvard are going to be lawyers. They are going to be some of the uh, leading professionals, politicians. Um, I mean, the president of China uh, studied at Harvard. Um, So you've got world leaders who are coming there. And so this is the spiritual temperature, if you will, of the student body who is going to be in the workforce and leadership positions in the next 10 years plus. 
Um, so the need to reach them is absolutely vital. And I, I think what Zach is saying, we experience this often, is the ones that would identify atheists, usually there's a reason why something has happened in their life. And then the ones that are agnostic or even atheists, it's always because there's some type of intellectual skepticism. And I think they are truly seeking answers, and many times they can't find them in certain places. And so when they have a ministry like Collegiate for Christ and these outreach events and Bible studies that are being held, uh, they have a place they can go and get these questions answered, and it can lead them from being an atheist to being a born-again Christian, which is so vitally important. Um, I know uh, Zach talked about where they were located, how they wanted to do it correctly. Uh, just so our listeners know, most state colleges— uh, we'll have some type of free speech area that you can utilize on campus to pass out, do a serve, just like what Zach's talking about, or you can go pass out information, you could set up a table. Um, you could do it on a campus, out, you know, not on the free speech area or not outside the campus property, um, but you could uh, cause yourself to be kicked off. You could, you know, break some rules. So what we want to share with you is there are correct ways of doing it. Uh, so these free speech areas, you can find them. They're not always easiest to find. Uh, you can contact us. We can help you. There's, you can kind of dig around. We have uh, uh, another gentleman we work with who's been to numerous campuses and utilize these free speech areas. So he knows where a lot of them are at. So we can guide you uh, in that if you have a campus and you say, well, what can we do? But some schools will actually let you go on campus. Uh, some of the private colleges, of course, may be different. Um, so the question is, could something like this be done at other campuses? Absolutely. Uh, Harvard is just one example of many. Um, Zach, did you guys, I know you said it was the church planner, it was you, did you guys involve anybody else in this outreach to help you guys? Yeah. Um, we, we let some other people know, a couple people, or a couple of churches sent some people, so they came out to help. Um, okay. But really to do an outreach, you, you don't necessarily need a huge group. Um, we had probably 13, 14, I'm thinking, I can't remember, 12 to 14 people. And we encompassed a huge campus and the connections we made were, were great connections. Um, so I encourage you just get involved and to just kind of get um, active on trying to reach your college students. You don't need uh, tons of money. You don't need tons of all the or tons of workers, all these different things. Just go, go start building relationships with these, these students and just saying, hi, how are you doing? If there's anything we could pray for you, those things are some big doors right there just by talking to a student like that. Yeah. And so when you guys, uh, as our people, as people are listening, you know, some people are kind of shy or even intimidated by the college, especially Harvard. You know, you've got uh, some of these intellectual giants we may refer to. Uh, were they receptive to you guys? Were they very standoffish? Did they you know, look down on you? What was the response just from them one on one as you were talking to them? Uh, most of them are kind. Most of them were just talking um, and we just tell them what we're doing. Some people obviously didn't weren't really interested and they kind of just went on and it's just kind of like normal door to door and you knock on a door. Some people close the door, some people talk. And that's kind of how it is on a college campuses too. Some students will seem interested. Some will say, you know, I, I used to go to youth group at church and I got to college and I haven't. And they, it kind of brings back memories. And oh, I used to go to church when I was back home with my family. And now they're out here. So it, sometimes it builds a conversation where you can build a relationship with that student. And sometimes the student will be not interested and they'll keep walking or they're busy. Um, but it's just it's just how you build conver build conversations, talking to um, students. But at Harvard, we actually had very good conversations. Not one person yelled at us. Not one person um, got angry. And a couple of people said they didn't believe in God. And we we're like, that's okay. Um, well, can you give can we give you this inf information? And they said, sure. 
Um, so we, we really had good interactions the whole day. That's good. Um, I just want our listeners to know, you know, the stereotype of going on a college campus and being browbeaten and being screamed at, uh, though it does happen to certain groups. That's not the normal, uh, especially if you do it the right way. And uh, definitely you guys did that. And so, you know, as you think about inter- uh, walking up to a college student, uh, there's questions you can ask every college student just to break the ice. Are you a student here? Where are you from? What year are you in school? Uh, what are you studying? Uh, and then wait for this one. You know, how is school going for you? And give them a couple minutes, you know. Uh, but if you ask those five or six questions, you can talk to any young person, regardless of anything. And begin to tear down the walls. You can carry on conversation. You can flip it to spiritual matters. You can do the survey, whatever it is. Uh, so I just want uh, people to know that college students are not scary. They're very approachable. Honestly, they're more approachable when you talk about going around, you know, knocking on doors and talking to people. To me, they're more approachable than your typical person in the community is uh, that's maybe a little bit older and is established in the community. So um, I guess, you know, we just want to challenge uh, those of you out there who are, who are listening. You maybe you're wondering, could you do something at your campus? Yes, you could do something just like this. Zach is reiterated it doesn't take a massive workforce it could be you by yourself it could be you and a couple other people or like they did they enlisted some people from some other churches and i think that's great because as you take people on the college campus let's say you have the burden uh, and as you begin to take other people on the college campus they see they interact guess what god does he develops a burden in their heart yeah. and so now you've got a team and some other people that can work with you and so if you have a college campus in your area and you're wondering what could be done, uh, you could do something very similar to this. The free speech area is something you could access. If you're wondering about that, reach out to us. We'll, we'll give you some info and guidance on that. If you're wanting to start a, a campus ministry, reach out to us. We'll, we'll work with you in that fashion as well. Uh, Zach, I appreciate you jumping on with us today. I know you've got a lot going on with fall semester. Same with us. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time out to share this with you and or share this with us. And we'll definitely be praying. Uh, you know, who knows what God will do with those John and Romans. Um, just as we finish off here, it just made me think about this. I had a pastor at a campus we were working on. He said, hey, uh, just we were passing out Bibles. I was sharing with him. You know, sometimes people will throw the information down, you know, lay it down somewhere else on a bench. And uh, he had a young man come to his church. And long story short, what it was, he was uh, an unbeliever, as an atheist. And somebody had laid down a Bible on a bench that he happened to sit on on campus. And he happened to pick that Bible up. He began to read it, began to read it, read it. He called on Jesus Christ to save him through reading the Bible, found their local church, began serving. He began, you know, more than just attending, he began serving. And that came from somebody who didn't want the material, laid it down on a bench, and God used it like that. So there's no telling, Zach, what uh, God will do with uh, the genre Romans that have been passed out, the interactions, and then the Bible study you guys uh, will be looking to, to head up. So if you have any questions, uh, you can reach out. Zach, do you have any contact information, website, or social media that I can reach out to you on? Yeah, you can. Uh, website is knowncampusministries.com, um, and then you can email me at knowncampusministries at gmail.com also. All right. Well, Zach, I appreciate you taking the time, and we look forward to you uh, being with us in a future episode sometime down the road. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope this podcast has been helpful to you. If it has, please share it with a friend or you can subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.